1: Howdy, DC On Screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC On Screen?
2: All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dc screen at gmail.com. What we're gonna need you to do is just write in an address, tell us who you are, give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if we if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just give us that and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're gonna send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But um hey. Or to man, you
1: know. Once you once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just like we do with your DC loot.
2: Yeah, <laughs> send it back with like critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck, I, you know. Draw over it, you know. Pull a Deadpool.
1: Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs>
2: we we'll both probably we'll both probably cry, but whatever. Point is, you know, it's, it's come that time. It's, it's the classic call to action. We need, some, we need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the, uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this, is, this is our humble offering.
1: Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC on Screen. Welcome into DC on screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host Jason. Hey. And this episode we are talking Lucifer 105, Manly Whatnots. Are we already at a 105? Yeah. Oh 104. So. 104.
2: 104.
1: Is it 104?
2: Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking on your part that you were already to five. Wow. Yeah. Has but, have you enjoyed this so little that time is starting to have no meaning?
1: What is happening?
2: I don't know. I'm looking at it right now though, man. It's one oh four. Huh. Manly whatnots. Oh,
1: <laughs> one hundred and four. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought you were saying the episode was one hundred and four. Wishful thinking.
2: Oh, gotcha. No. No. I'm no. an idiot. No. Yeah, I see what
1: you're saying. I see what you're saying.
2: Okay. We're back. We're back, baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think I can.
2: I think I can at this point sum up how how we feel about it with a a, a quote from from uh, from Scott Madison. He, he called this a hate watch. Right. A term I've never heard before, but it it made instant and wonderful sense.
1: Right. Uh, Well, we might as well jump and say this. Uh, Scott also says, I can suspend disbelief enough to roll with the devil, quitting hell and living it up in L.A. It's harder for me to accept that the LAPD would tolerate a detective going off the books for two cases in a row. He's only on episode two, by the way. (laughs) It, It gets worse. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> carrying around some random civilian who grossly contaminates every crime scene and severely impedes multiple investigations. Luckily, in TV world, no police department has any rank above rank of lead character on this particular show, right? So they never have to worry about answering to anybody.
2: Generally, uh, that, well, uh, the the exception is usually like you've got the chief or the commish or whoever it is, but they only have to answer mm-hmm. to one person, and that person usually likes you just enough anyway. You know, you're the underdog; he wishes he could be.
1: Right, which I don't think is is the case in this one. No,
2: no. there just doesn't seem to be anyone actually directing her daily activities at all. No, not at all. I'm starting to think that there's a chance that she's not actually a detective at all, and um, this is just an elaborate fantasy that she lives in.
1: Well, you know, uh, I wouldn't wouldn't be a bit surprised, honestly. (laughs) It'll
2: be a nice twist in episode seven. You haven't worked for the department in eight years. (gasps) Bum-bum-bum. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, my first note on this episode is, Chloe takes shower, has intense, vivid, and overly dramatic memory. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Music's gosh. still good. Reminds me of Suits, actually, the, whoever's doing the music on this thing. Hmm. If you okay. just take the soundtracks cool. from the episodes, you'll enjoy it. That's interesting. Like, go Shazam this thing and just listen to whatever's on that list. They do that now, it's a really cool feature. You can hmm. Shazam TV now.
1: Well, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So I'm really hating uh what's his name Dan Jason Blood?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what his name is.
1: Like, I'm really disappointed in you, Chloe. Uh, I like oh shut up. But we did learn that she's not divorced, they're just separated. I didn't know that. I guess that was a Yeah. That's a new thing.
2: That was weird. And I I mean, I, it's kind of a dick move though to, to she, like he he barges in the house. It looks like the same as she does, there is the same as Lucifer does. Whatever, fine. You get there. I know it's a weird scene and all, but the, the girl just told you like several times we're not sleeping together, and he confirmed it. And you're still like, oh, I'm so disappointed. Just that's yeah. just just come on. Give me do something more interesting with your life. Show.
1: <laughs> yeah, which you know the fact that they're just separated kind of bothers me a little bit that their daughter is so into Lucifer and her mom. Getting together, I'm just like, don't you have any hope for your okay?
2: Why don't you miss your daddy? I'm confused.
1: Yeah, that's a little weird. It's a little weird.
2: Yeah, like he's just anyway. the guy who takes her to school a lot.
1: <laughs> well, maybe she doesn't care because he's a dick, <laughs>
2: right? An assuming dick. Um,
1: I was annoyed by Lucifer's, um, I was annoyed by Lucifer's, uh, revelation and therapy where he says, I need to behave like I always have. That's why she doesn't respond to my charms. That yeah. But you were responding like you always did when you first met. Y- yeah. I actually wrote down, Lucifer can't be this stupid.
2: Um, I, I, My exact note was, gotta get laid, bro. Ugh, boring.
1: Mm-hmm. And then dating seminar. It
2: wanders into a frat film here for, uh, for a second. Yeah. And then yeah, the
1: dating seminar, I write down, eyes. Lucifer can't be this stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but he can.
1: He's Lucifer, man. I mean, you know, he's supposed to be smart.
2: Um, yeah, I think clever's uh, supposed to be at least on the list of of attributes, at the very least. Um, man, uh, and he's like, he still cracks me up. But um, there's just so much lack of show happening around. It, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not impressed.
1: Yeah, no, I've I've stopped laughing. Like there's nothing funny about it anymore. It's just uh, a weary sigh.
2: There will be like little moments I like. I mean, he gets the he gets the little counter girl's number, and the guy asks him about it, and he just kind of he just hands over the number. Use it wisely, okay? It's funny moment. Yeah, and how but, does that help? I I don't know. You got a number though. It's on you now. It's on yeah, you. Yeah,
1: that dude is that dude is going to like call her, and she's gonna be like, "Who the hell is this?" And then hang up. Right? He's, like,
2: You're, <laughs> he's not getting anywhere with this. He's gonna have to really pull something off. And Whatever. you know,
1: it, if on the off chance that she actually does say, "Okay, well, what the hell? Let's meet up," she's gonna see him and go, "Okay, no."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You're not the you're not the tall devilish guy I gave my number to. Sorry. No. Yeah. This
2: this does not end well for that poor guy. Oh, unless in uh, unless it's in the sense that he's infatuated with her and he's just gotta get that out of his system, get told no, and move on with his life. In which case, mm-hmm. yay. See, at this point, we've we've we're we're trying to flesh out some character that's like got just enough lines to qualify for a fucking SAG card, and we're that like that's that's how much show we've got to play with.
1: This is out of this is out of desperation, folks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I can name some things though that that are finally doing something. Um, mm-hmm. That fight was really not bad. Um,
1: Between Am- Amina Deal and and Mezakin.
2: Yeah. Between the two unpronounceable yeah. names? Yeah. That actually was, yeah. that showed promise. Let's do more of the fights.
1: I, absolutely. I am loving the actor that plays Amita Dale or Amita He's good.
2: Dale. Uh, the but. little, the like, uh, the, you know, um, her corruptive face licking technique, um, whatever the hell that's supposed to insinuate. Uh, he, he did a pretty good job of being subtle about that, but, you know, he gave you in one look like there's going to be more, more going on here. These two are. Oh, yeah. These two are going to have w- something.
1: He wanted a little something.
2: He wants that. He wants it. I don't blame her. Don't blame him. But um, yeah, it like the fight. Good stuff. Uh, something I actually really liked. Um, it, the fact that he had his wings cut off and he's mm-hmm. he's actually uh like shy about that. Like the the please don't look when when she's about to touch the the scarred part. So, uh, I kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, that was little bit was of, interesting. A little, little bit of character that might come out. Like the, let's do some more of that kind of stuff, guys. Let's do some more of that. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: I was annoyed that like Chloe is now suddenly a very attracted to Lucifer just because apparently, based on her reactions, he has a big dick.
2: He <laughs> did. He did seem, he did seem uh, probably overly endowed. Um,
1: I mean, I would suspect no less. But right. I mean, that's that's, that's what come you're gonna, showrunners. That's what
2: you're gonna write into this character. It has um, to be. It has to be.
1: Yeah i yeah I did think it was really interesting that he was so weird about her touching his scars, and also
2: he looked like those scars are he so fragile big. even when he's talking about it like it, it's not those even
1: scars are so big yeah how have how has some woman or several women not already touched those scars, just grabbing his back?
2: I actually thought as about he that thrusts into them,
1: and it's like, a little bit that,
2: of it's a little bit of head cannon, but here's uh here's my idea um everyone else kind of wants to sleep with him so hard that they don't give a damn and it's never come up and even if they do grab him he's it's, i don't think he's like sensitive about some lady he just met touching his back it means nothing to him but for her like he's starting to get actually a little infatuated with her so he he didn't want her to get into his sensitive place yet hmm. I, i'll give it that Maybe. Uh, i'll give it that and see if it goes there cuz okay. he doesn't even he doesn't even tell her no in the way he would normally tell her no he he tells her don't please like he it's he asks her not to to go there mm mm-hmm. mhm it's a very fragile moment. I liked it. Um, kind of. I really like that he's uh, he's changing physically. Like, I mean, the the scene at the end where she actually shoots him was was not bad for a second. His uh, his speech there was kind of. I, I I really like that. But the um the fact that he can bleed, the fact that he can get injured, that's not that could be finally going somewhere. If they explore all of that, and there was a little mm-hmm. bit of mention of maybe going back home at some point, like, yes, can we go to hell, please? Let's please, like, let's take the show into all that. Because it'll get me as far away from this LAPD as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad, man. It's... I did enjoy that's the him saying that's the stuff of movies and TV. They always get it wrong. Right. I went exactly. You <laughs> did get it wrong. Yeah, almost felt like they were making fun of themselves.
2: Yeah, and I, I I give him this though. Like you you watch that last scene and my. The, the the showdown scene and my two thoughts are are one wh- who the hell taught her that accent and where can i find them that he'd slapped and mm. two man he actually does look pretty damn menacing like i i like the look on his face when he's about to inflict real terror if um why
1: do humans always think that they can rectify one form of evil with another right that was good that was what wasn't good is i actually cared enough this time to pause it when he actually went devil face on her mm-hmm He's just a dude with no skin.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean... That's lame. Well, not if somebody actually did it to you.
1: <laughs> well, not if someone actually did it to you, but, I mean, it's Satan. Why?
2: I I mean, I, I'm assuming that's the really fleshed-down version of this. Uh, I'm guessing when he kind of wants to stretch his wings, it's worth seeing.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: I mean, I, I don't know if we're talking about Dante's creature or anything, but come on. It's got, there's there's got to be more to that. I actually did like when he's, uh, she asked him earlier, like, what's it, I mean, so what is it like when you get shot? And he just flicks her on the shoulder, a bit like that.
1: Cute, yeah, it was fun. Cute
2: moment. I mean, the, the thing it needed to do was, was, um, get some, some bigger pieces moving quickly, very quickly. And at least, mm-hmm. uh, you know, i I know we're still a little bit bored with it right now, but I could see myself enjoying the show if a couple of the things they they started to stretch their legs maybe on this episode, if that, if that keeps going, we might be looking at something. Uh, mm-hmm. But it still it has to move quick, man.
1: Unfortunately, they've introduced Chloe's boss, and she's gorgeous. So of course, she's gonna have sex with Lucifer, and that's gonna become a thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't see any other. I don't see any way out of that. I really don't. It, like, I feel like that's just where it's heading now.
2: Well, it, uh, apparently he can at will because that's just one of his little superpowers. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> aside from her, no one's ever told him no. So yeah, I can see that. And you know what's going to bore me about that. You're going to have a whole episode about I can't believe you slept with my boss. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be like her denying that she's jealous and him saying, "Oh, you why are you, I mean, why do you, you care?" jealous you... detective. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh.
2: I thought you didn't care. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: All right. Well, we'll be we'll be bored with that whenever it happens, but
1: more Uh, more. So... And the little kid, man, since you shot Lucifer, it must mean you really like him. Again, why? Why why do you want this, kid? This is awful.
2: <laughs> why don't you miss your father?
1: So two weird. Christmases. Two Christmases. Yay.
2: You know what happened? She she doesn't she doesn't miss her father because she sat down and watched season two of Arrow and now she's ashamed of him.
1: <laughs> yep. That's what happened. Oh man. And uh Lucifer is uh excited about becoming human again. The fun has just begun, he says. Maskeen, i dug that. not not interested in this. Like I'm yeah. not happy about it.
2: I dug that. I dug that. I don't know what he I don't know what he's changing into, but I'd
1: rather see it. Mm.
2: Well that I mean that's the thing he's, is like I want the I want everything that I've seen so far to change as thoroughly and as completely as possible.
1: Yeah, he's there well, unfortunately I think they're quickly changing into Sleepy Hollow season 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> what did you think about the this week's uh this week's little story though? Freak of the week, whatever, the girl who kidnapped herself. Eh. I was a virgin. A virgin Carver.
2: Yeah, you, you, you yeah. The I mean it was it was a, a simple story. I mean it's god, it's we're it's talking detective stories. You can't it's it's really fucking hard to do anything new. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And detective stories have been around for as long as any other damn thing. Like, it, it, by the time TV even got on its feet, most of these stories had already been told in novel form. It was really hard. I mean, it's kind of like when you want to do a twist ending nowadays. It doesn't matter how clever you think you are. You can pro- somebody's with enough intelligence can probably guide you to the right Twilight Zone episode mm. to uh, to cite now your Now you're stores. talking my language, right?
1: Um, yeah,
2: but it, there's just so little mm. that hasn't been done. You're not going to surprise me with like a detective show. No twist of the week blah 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 um i just right and on top of that i couldn't i I, she she couldn't tell where she was from (laughs) killed me it's like listening to like uh first couple seasons of true blood had the same problem like sometimes they were sometimes they were from new orleans sometimes they sounded more like kentuckyish sometimes it was just Mm -hmm. just deep backwoods alabama sometimes it was like more texas other times you could tell they're all british
1: Yeah, if you're—I was about to say—if you're talking about True Blood, I'm like, well, that one girl, what's her name? Sometimes, you know, she was just Spanish for (laughs) no reason. You know, just yeah, yeah. She she just had like, like, wait, was that German? I
2: yeah, you could hear the. um... Oh,
1: she's back to New Orleans. She's back to New Orleans. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah, and Lady Cop. Tara, on that show, was uh, she was the worst offender. She had the, one of the worst accents I've heard in a very long time.
1: That's who I was talking about, Lady Cop. Lady whatever. Cop. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, she would the just... The chick that was on Arrow.
2: She would just drift between... Rutina Wesley, I think her name.
1: Rutina Wesley, that's right. But Good on. on you for remembering that. I could not remember it further. Ah. Yeah, I
2: saw it. I mean, it, it wasn't like I just saw her as Lady Cop. I watched her for years on, on the credits right. of True Blood, so...
1: I mean, I saw her on True Blood, and I just she was one of those that actually made me kind of stop watching it because I just couldn't handle her anymore. I was just like, uh uh-uh.
2: I I mean, I will give it this man. After the first couple of years, she got she got a lot better at it. But the first it was so it was so oh, bumpy. Honey, no, it was so bumpy up front.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, she's talking about you know she. I don't know when I when I stopped watching True Blood it was right <laughs> around the point where her
2: best life her decision was, you made in a long time right
1: <laughs> right i think it was somewhere in season two maybe season one even uh whenever it was that um <laughs> they they did the witch doctor thing on her mother yeah she became like a, an upstanding christian or whatever yeah. it was yeah and she was like my mom i don't know what i'm gonna do and i'm like oh okay i'm done yeah i'm done.
2: Oh, and that her her mother's character was just one of the most ridiculous, fucking, unwatchable train wrecks I've seen. At least yeah. out of HBO, um, I, I would nominate her for worst train wreck ever on HBO and see what happens.
1: Yeah. As oh man, what a bad show! It was. It was so. truly bad.
2: And, you know, they they finally did something with Tara that that worked for her a little bit. Like in the last uh, in the last season, it was like I think it was like the end of season seven or something like that. Uh, she mm-hmm. gets killed.
1: That does work. Yeah, that worked pretty well
2: for it. But what? And on top of that, um, Suki has her revived. Uh, you know, uh-huh. She has her turned into a vampire. So she does. She heals, but she doesn't heal with like all of her capacities intact. So she's kind of a mm-hmm. mute, like a scary, vampirish, angry mute thing. Mm-hmm. But her dialogue was heavily improved by this mm-hmm. turn of events.
1: That is nice.
2: It's the same show that brained. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, he was he was eggs at the time, mm. brained him too. I mean, oh man.
1: <laughs> so you'll have to forgive us. We've uh, we've we've sauntered off, mm-hmm. wandered off of Lucifer, one supernatural show for a worse but more interesting supernatural show, <laughs>
2: True Blood. But that's actually um, relevant though. At this point, I want this to be like I don't have high hopes of this show ever getting into a territory. Where I'm like, oh man, can't wait to watch the next episode um again it's a hate watch right now and mm. it the thing it can do to save itself for me is just go crazy at least then i'll be interested
1: yeah that that's a that's really a good call they, they should go as crazy with lucifer supernaturally yeah as as gotham has gone
2: go as deep as you want to i mean it's you're not going to offend anybody you're not going to lose anybody you're already losing ratings by like a million a week by the way so you know, when mm. around the time where you get to that three million mark, which is only a couple weeks away at this rate, um, you know, try some shit.
1: Well, all of this stuff has already got been in. It's has it's been in the can. So
2: <laughs> head back and edit in some like I don't know, freaking CGI parademons or something in the background. Whatever you got to do, man. Whatever you got to do.
1: Right. <laughs> Just like you know. Zack Snyder's talking about how Batman v. Superman isn't, you know, 100% done yet. Just throw in a shot of Lucifer looking up and going, oh my.
2: Right, right. And,
1: you know, you got, you got, you know, well, nobody will care, but it'll make me laugh.
2: (laughs) Now, um, go, uh, I don't know who owns them at the moment, Uh, probably still NBC. Go over there and and borrow some of the the better episodes of uh, Constantine and then just like digitally replace yourself. Uh, replace Matt Ryan with Lucifer. Just throw him in there. Mm.
1: <coughs> I felt warm inside when you said that.
2: <laughs>
1: that was nice.
2: Um, oh, I do have one theory about it. Just to just to put it out there and see if I end up being right.
1: Um, sure.
2: Reason he can't influence her is she doesn't isn't afraid of him. I think it might end up being fear. That's the the thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I, I was. Is that
2: thinking what you're maybe. leaning towards right now?
1: When he's when she said that he, she wasn't afraid of him. Yeah, that. Made sense.
2: I hadn't thought of it yet, but she's the one who hasn't shown any. Like he, he hasn't been able to do anything that actually really frightens her too much. Like it. Yeah. This episode was the first time where she was afraid of him. I guess so. I, you know, my theory might be blown as of now.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's hard to be afraid with that you know, doofy procedural music going in the background. I know. I know. Also, it's a very (laughs) subtle distinction,
2: but um, being afraid of. Uh, a person and being afraid of who a person is is uh slightly different like mm-hmm. if uh if i say i'm not afraid of of uh joseph you know that's fine but if i if i'm saying i'm not afraid of joseph the executioner that's currently holding a liver attached to me i have made a very different statement
1: yeah you have so um
2: i don't know maybe that maybe we'll end up being that something that simple like she's um even if she's afraid of him as the devil, she's not going to end up being afraid of him as the the person standing in front of her. That's why he can't affect her. Uh, Maybe that'll be it.
1: That is that is a keen observation, sir. Aww. And in case anyone ever happened to wonder why this man is my co-host, it's observations like that.
2: We do what we can. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I liked their distinction, um, the the one they're making in her in his therapy about um, he's. She thinks he's getting less interested in in punishing the wicked and more interested in finding justice for the uh, the not wicked, I guess. Um, that that is a neat that is a neat little philosophical area to play around in. Mm-hmm. And I like that part. That's that's a cool camp. That's a cool. Uh, cool sandbox.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, the show just made it boring. Right. <laughs>
2: um, I mean, it would have been and a mean, lot is better. It, if, is, is it if her therapy sessions weren't like? I mean, come on. she... It, it, She's just gotta be able to pull off something more effective than convincing him to go to a frat party. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and you know, the whole time this is this whole like punishing the wicked thing is going on, I just keep thinking like, isn't isn't that the Spectre's job? Right. Am I wrong?
2: No, that's what I was saying. I, I had I said that in like the first episode of uh of this
1: yeah review probably is, did.
2: is like this is the Spectre. This is the show that we wanted, kind of. But not really at all. <laughs> and it, is, it would be the same thing. Corrigan on Constantine was a detective, so we would have had to do procedural with him a little bit as the transition happened, or we can just go straight into Specterville, but that's a really hard thing to get on television. I mean, we're talking about a guy that, that moves at the speed of thought through all of time and space, um, and is so he's such an ineffable character that I don't know how you would write into him without weakening him hugely. Right, which would be great. Would I mean, you can tough. do you can do like a Hal Jordan run where he kind of got his powers taken away from him for a second. For um,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh huh. Well, and it, and it ended up being Parallax's fault. Frankly, that's actually a great idea. Let's do that. I've now talked myself into let's get the Corgan from Constantine again and do a whole just give me one season where he loses his powers and that's to start over. Uh, get you some cordians. It'd be awesome.
1: Nah, uh, part of it would be really cool, but then the other part of it seems like that. Do we really? Do we really want to do an entire series based on like that one episode of Next Generation where Q becomes human? <laughs> right. What was it called? Qless. For just a second, I thought I wanted. I almost thought I wanted uh, wanted to call it Q-man. Um Right. <laughs> I mean, that's you know not what? Weird. You're right.
2: It would be a terrible idea to do a show where a, a a mystical, magical creature suddenly becomes human and has to deal with. Oh wait, I believe that's where we are now.
1: We are DC on screen. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a bookend to me.
1: <laughs> you can find every episode on DC on You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. We are proud members of the giant Says team up network. Giants If you want a similar podcast about the Marvel cinematic properties, go check out the Marvel cinematic universe podcast with our friends, Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. And, uh, we're going to be coming right back with, uh, The Flash. Flashy Flash. 2.14, Escape from Earth 2. And, uh, wow, guys, we actually have some negative stuff to say about The Flash for once. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. check that out. Um, Until until you listen to the next episode, keep some DC on your screen and, and keep some DC on screen in your ears.